What's up? I think we're good. Happy New Year. Yes. COVID's over. New Year. <laughs> well, not exactly, but maybe soon. How was uh how were your holidays? You have a good break? Um yeah, I was there for a while, I think. Mm-hmm. Like I was there for like a month. It's the longest I think I've been back for a while. Yeah. Besides summer. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. Spent time with the family, friends. Well, not friends, I guess. Must have been just been family. No, I was having huge ragers. Oh, yeah. Pretty much daily. Nice. Yeah, all of these were good. How was yours? Anyways, oh, mine, yeah, it was good. Uh, saw the family for a bit and then uh, came back up here. Had two Christmases, which was pretty cool. Every Every child's dream. Yeah, actually it is. Yeah. You know, easy solution, just get your parents to get divorced and then problem solved. Mm. Two Christmases. That's very thoughtful. (laughs) (laughs) Thoughtful, but true. Uh, Yeah. All right. Well, welcome back. Fourth episode, tea time, two times. Drinking the classic, you know, the Twinnings Earl Grey. Yeah. We love it. Yeah, it's our first episode in like a month. Yeah. Yeah, we took a little time off just to spend time with family, you know, for the holidays. Now we're back. Uh, hopefully we can get about an episode out a week. Uh, you know, we'd love to hear a feedback from our like 10 listeners now. Um, what what you all want to, to see uh, that or listen, I guess, that we talk about. Um, you know, we can talk about whatever. We're, we're down for really yeah. whatever. I mean, mainly we f- I think we mainly focus on politics, but... Yeah, we'll, we'll put a political We can make some exceptions. I mean, last time we did conspiracy theories, it wasn't very political. Definitely not political at all. Yeah. Although, never mind. Who knows what's going on with the states right now. Um, <clears throat> anyways, yeah, feedback would be awesome. And uh, if anyone has any guests that they'd like to come on, uh, maybe we can send them an email and see if they'll come on our podcast. Uh, probably have to be online though, because you know COVID restrictions and stuff. But just no one with more than a hundred followers, because I don't think we have the power to get those people on. <laughs> Anyways, today. Yeah, is this a controversial subject? No, yeah, I don't think so. It shouldn't be, anyways. No, I don't think it should be. Um, we're going to talk about. Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada, his uh, gun ban May 1st, 2020. Yeah, or just, you know, gun laws in Canada. In yeah, or just, you know, gun control, guns and stuff. But mainly focusing on the his ban of, I don't know how many guns right now. Before it was like, fi- was at the start it was fi- 1,500 yeah. assault-style weapons, which we'll get into that, but... It, the list has grown extensively now, and it's... Is it expanded since his oh, initial... Oh, a lot, yeah. Has I don't it? have the actual numbers, but like now it's starting to... Some hunting rifles. People, really? Some things that people actually use for hunting. I, my, shotguns and stuff. So. My understanding was that a lot of the time it was misunderstood, too. Oh, what do you mean misunderstood? Like, you know about the whole... like They have specifications for what constitutes a military-style weapon. Mm-hmm. That's how we yeah. labeled it, mm-hmm. and that some like hunting guns fell under that category. Yeah, like twenty millimeter board. I yeah. yeah, that's huge. Like yeah. some twelve gauge slugs, I think. Are but that than... didn't actually apply to shotgun. A lot of shotguns. Oh, okay, more. I don't know. You're gonna, a twenty millimeter board diameter. Know. That's huge. 
I don't think yeah. any rifle. Well, I think a lot. Of, I think a lot of hunters were worried about their their shotguns being mm-hmm. uh, labeled as illegal, yeah. but they're not. Okay. That's I think it was just. I think it was just a way of uh, getting the gun enthusiasts, like the real gun enthusiasts in Canada, mm-hmm. to get all of like the like gun owners in Canada to be worried about this law when in reality they shouldn't be for that reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm more worried about. You know, he's going to take away these guns. What's next? Like, is he going to take away all hunting guns? I'm sure he said he wasn't sure that's where they want to go. He said he didn't want to take away any guns for hunting purposes, but any has he? Yeah, he said he doesn't want to take away guns. Yeah, but has he? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Like, what? Well, I don't know what specifically, but I know like the AR 15, some people use that for hunting. True. Do you need to use that for hunting, though? You could use a lot of weapons for hunting, I guess. Yeah, you can use whatever's ethical. Yeah. And yeah. legal. Yeah, you need a big enough gun, you know. Depending on what you're, sh- like, shooting, you know, like, small game, yeah, you can use those. 12-gauge. Yeah. I mean, small game, you can use M- M- or, uh, AR-15s. Um, yeah. We'll talk about that in a bit. Anyways. So first, you want to talk about how you actually legally get a gun in Canada? Because I think that's a interesting thing. If you know if people don't know what the the steps are and what you have to do. So actually, in the in the summer, I took my PAL, which is a possession and acquisition license, and that's you need to take that uh, take that course and write a test and do a practical exam um, in order to buy or even possess, have a weapon in your hands without supervision from someone else who has their path. Now, this course was a full, I think it was about nine hours of in class, maybe eight hours in class. And then at the end of that, we wrote a test. We were advised to read the Canadian Firearms Safety Training Manual or something, or it was done by the RCMP. Um, Isn't the whole thing done by the RCMP? It's technically it's built, you written, made by the RCMP. Right. Yes, yes. Um, but the the people doing the courses are just, uh, I think they call them master firearm instructors. Mm. Um, yeah, they. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they have extensive training. I don't know what the details are on that. Anyway, so we did that. You know, we had to write a test at the end, and then you had to do a practical t- uh, practical test showing that you know you can um, ensure a weapon a firearm that you're handling is safe is unloaded how to properly manage that gun while you're holding it how to store it properly and how to transport it properly now this is huge there's lots of regulations depending on whether or not the gun is restricted so that's like handguns Um, and again that's actually another a license you have to have so you have to have your r pal which is your restricted mm-hmm. so that's to hold like um, yeah. handguns some rifles too i believe like the ar-15 you needed your r pal um i'm getting ahead of myself though yeah i mean this is all like yeah the, the gist of it is that in canada it's it takes quite a bit of effort to get yeah. a firearm yeah and, and this is that, this and this is from like 1991 yeah, this, this is when goes back. Nineteen ninety one. Was it after that? Um, uh, I forget the Ecole, Ecole, um, 
Polytechnic. Was it after that that they did the PAL and stuff? They made the... It might have been. I'm not quite sure. Anyway, so so after you you know write the test and do the practical exam, you need to fill an application, and this application entails you know having ref having I think two or three references, um, making sure that your spouse or common law or conjugal partner agrees that you can have a gun, um, and then it goes through an extensive review process. And um, lots of, I think, two police background checks. So it, it's a lot. And I, yeah. I like how... Not only that, but like when you have firearms, you get background check pretty much daily. Yeah. And Your names run through the system on every a daily basis five, to make sure you haven't committed a felony. Every five years, you have to renew it. Um, they do another extensive background check. Um, if you move, like there's lots of rules, laws, I should say. Um, that like I have that you wouldn't have a firearm or a pal holder and someone who's not, mm-hmm. we have way more uh, laws and stuff. So for instance, I would have to tell the government that I'm moving 30 days before I actually move because with that, they need to tell the local police, the place I'm moving that, oh, there's going to be a gun owner living or moving to this place now. Um, there's also other stuff that's not coming to my mind, but um, there's a lot more uh, harsher penalties if I do have a, any do any sort of crime, mm-hmm. even if it's just a paper crime. When was that introduced? I remember reading that. I'm not sure. At, um, one, at one point in the 20th century, uh, firearm felonies were, the sentences were a lot more severe changed to be a lot more severe if you were a firearm owner if you're involved in any violence and you had a firearm on you Ooh. oh whether okay. you used it or not okay okay so anyways in canada firearms can be like class three in three ways right so you have your restricted yeah. and with the restricted you have to have your r pal on top of your pal uh there's non-restricted so that's most hunting rifles like bolt action rifles uh, most shotguns and most other um, rimfire rifles as well. Um, then there's prohibited. Now, prohibited, I don't know much about, but... They're illegal. You, you can actually have prohibited guns. You can if you had them they grandfathered were, Yeah, if they were grandfathered in, exactly. Yeah. So, but that's like the very... You can't, you can't use them, though. Not even on a range. No? You not can't? You just have not, to hold them? Yeah, not if... You can have like an AK-47 if it was grandfathered to you, but you can't use it on a range. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or anywhere. Um, I also know that... Okay, so now let's start talking about the gun ban. So the gun ban, Trudeau said, military-grade assault weapons that are designed to kill the largest number of people in the shortest amount of time. Yeah. Right? That's what he said. Yeah. That sounds a lot to me like an assault rifle. Yeah, which is not what he banned. No. Assault rifles were banned in the 70s yeah. in Canada. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and that assault rifle meaning fully automatic. Yeah, the, if you look at, I think the only people that have, Canada, for, for instance, doesn't have a definition of what an assault rifle is. Yeah. Which yeah. is kind of concerning. Yeah. And a little bit arrogant. The closest thing I think that FBI or the SWAT, American SWAT say like an assault rifle is something that has a select fire. So in Canada, all guns have a safety switch. Yeah. So a select fire on or off fire or not fire 
Um, are, you sure assault? Are, you, are you sure that doesn't mean semi-automatic to fall automatic? That's what I'm getting at. Oh, um, that's a, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. So in the States, at least, I forget if the F FBI or the SWAT team, they actually have a definition for an assault rifle, and that's a weapon that, a firearm, I should say, that has a select fire of no fire, single shot, three-round burst, or fully automatic. Yeah, or some variation of the three. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> that's what they define as an assault weapon. In Canada, you're only allowed semi-automatic mm -hmm. There was a lot. There was a time where people were getting full automatics, and they could put them to their semi-automatic, and then just setting them at that. There's a way you can convert your gun to just semi-automatic. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, but you can't do that anymore. Hmm. Makes sense. They just completely banned full auto guns. Yeah. Okay, so the gun ban was done by an order in council, right? So, first of all, this was done right after the tragic Nova Scotia mass shooting. I, th I believe it was the. The worst in Canada, 22 people sadly were killed. Right. I think over like a 13 sure. hour period or something like that. Um, anyways, so right after that, Trudeau decided to leverage Canada, I guess you could say, and, and ban military grade assault weapons. Even though assault weapons were not used, oh, sorry, I should say. The guns used that the person who killed the 22 people, mm. he got them illegally. All the guns were, were illegal, illegally taken. Um, he, was a, he was a criminal before as well. He, I don't think he held. He, was, he didn't, definitely wasn't a legal gun owner. Um, and, you know, they did this also in a time when COVID was ramped up full like, like it is now. And... And they were having in-person, uh, reduced in-person parliament sittings. So he, he made an order in council. And if anyone doesn't know what an order in council is, this is um, from the Canadian Encyclopedia. It says, a federal order in council is a statutory instrument by which the governor general, in brackets, the executive power of the governor and council, acting on the advice and consent of the Queen's Privy Council for Canada, expresses a decision. In practice, orders in council are drafted by cabinet and formally approved by the Governor General. Orders in councils are not discussed by Parliament and do not require legislation by Parliament before being implemented. So essentially, he can just say to his Governor General, which he appointed, he appointed the Governor General, you can just say, oh, um, this is now law. Just overnight, he said it's yeah. law. Um, which is, you know, an order in council it defies democracy, I guess you could say, because you're not discussing, you're not having a, a debate on, on passing this bill or this I'm law. I'm sure he consulted some people about it. There's no way he just came up with that on his own. And Oh, I'm sure, yeah, sure he consulted his party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. <clears throat> and it sucks too because it's all like his opinion. His opinion, what can be banned, what can't be banned. Like... I know. So what it, what he said can be banned and can't it doesn't make any sense. So like for example, I think it's subs or section yeah. Well it you're like it, it all comes back to the fact that Canada we we don't we don't have a a definition for assault rifle. Yeah. 
that's the issue for sure and i doubt they're willing to come up with one because then if they don't they can just keep pulling this stuff yeah, yeah they can they just can keep just banning opinions, weapons opinionated yeah like, stuff right like yeah. the guns he banned what, what did he claim his his wording was that uh military style weapons that are created to kill as many people as possible in the fastest amount of time mm-hmm. none of the weapons he bans were <laughs> no were like maybe some but like for, a majority okay. that were not used in the military yeah no for well, for no, they're no, not. Because in the right. military, you want, you want yeah, you're gonna f- go to war with an AR-15. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna get destroyed because you're semi-automatic. Um, okay, in Canada too, before the ban was happening, you could own an AR-15 if you had it restricted, right? Yeah, it's not an assault rifle. Assault rifle AR stands for Armalites, the, yeah. the producer, the big com- misconception, the company that makes it. Uh, it's a, primarily a sporting rifle for competitive shooting or for fun. Um, not AR-15, but you can also use non-restricted um, military-style guns like this for hunting. Mm-hmm. People use this for hunting you know, coyotes or wolves or, or some other small game, whatever you have you, as long as it's ethical and legal. And there are laws that tell you what you can and cannot use for hunting. And I don't know if Trudeau knows that or not, but there are laws. Um, okay, another thing is too, AR-15 either shoots 5.56 NATO, so that's a 5.56 millimeter uh, diameter bullet, or a 223 Remington, which is 0.223 inches. And these are both center fire cartridges, okay? Now, center fire cartridges in Canada, legally, you can only hold five rounds in your magazine. Okay, yeah. five rounds. Yeah, all semi-automatics. You need you only hold five rounds. Again. Center fire. If they're center fire, center, center fire. fire typically the bigger diameter bullets that can right, right, kill you more dead. Right, handguns is an exception. It's ten, I think, for handguns. I think it is ten. Yeah, it's ten. ten. But handguns too. I don't know if I said this, but you have to have restricted. Mm-hmm. Dude, they want to ban handguns too. I know. The yeah. liberal government wants to ban handguns. I know. Um, mind you, handguns are the guns that are in the most amount of crime, but we'll get to that in a bit. Most of the the homicide, mm-hmm. firearm homicides are with handguns, um, which, you know, proves the point that this kind of gun ban is stupid. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what was I going to say? It just, it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of logic backing it up no it's like he just feels like this is uh, the right thing to do yeah. so he just did it yeah which it's and i'm yeah. sure the i'm sure there are people in canada that agree with this i'm and, sure the majority of canadians agree with and it. and i'm sure that most of those people don't really understand the gun culture in yeah. canada yeah and, and what owning a gun is and a lot of people meant a lot of people own guns in canada it's like it's like a family it's like a family activity they do. Mm-hmm. It's how they spend time with each other. Yeah, especially it has hunting. has nothing to do with violence. No, especially hunting, too. Yeah, hunting's a big one. Gun yeah. ranges, too. Yeah, that's huge. Target it's shooting, huge. competitive shooting, yeah, it's huge. huge. It's um, bigger in Canada than you think. Yeah. They're just in the shadows because of the stigma on gun owners that has caused them to feel like they shouldn't say they're gun owners. Yeah. Another thing that was interesting, I, I read this, so they decided to, they made an amendment after the first ban in, in on May 1st. Uh, they decided to let indigenous people use the 
prohibited rifles for hunting if they used them for hunting before. Mm-hmm. Only in the indigenous people, though. Yeah. Which is in- inherently racist. <laughs> if you're letting one race use it versus well, it's like not a, letting I'm, the other I'm race sure use it's it. a more of like a it's a cultural thing for them. But at the same time, did they I'm sure use, they didn't use AR-15s? Guns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they didn't use guns back then for hunting. I don't know. <laughs> That's a little. Uh, I don't know why he can't just say you can if you use any of these guns for hunting, you can use them. I don't know. He just had he just had to be nice to uh, the indigenous population. I guess so. Which, given like indigenous population, uh, hunting is a big part of their culture, and and I, I understand that. But Trudeau is just. Uh, I feel like he's just using it as a yeah, you know. <sighs> Anyways. Okay, what else did I want to... To me, it's really like he's singling out the law-abiding firearm owners. Oh, yeah. And that's not Easy. who he should be targeting. No, he should, targe- he should be targeting illegal gun owners. Yes. <clears throat> and, and the criminals that bring guns into this country illegally. Illegally. Which there's a huge market for that. Yeah. Lots of stuff. Like, he should be... Instead of buying back all these guns that he wants to do, which is going to cost taxpayers a lot of money. And the, the gun owners are going to get a fraction they're not, of what they paid for. Yeah, and they're, they're not... I doubt... That if, if, if he does that, there's going to be a lot of illegal gun owners in Canada because I doubt they're going to give up their... I doubt they're going to sell yeah, their guns. Yeah, I know. That's tough. What it's, are they going to do? Search everybody's house? You don't need to register all your guns. No, just restricted. Just restricted. Um, yeah, so you know, it's just really singling out the gun, uh, law-abiding gun owners and... And that's that's really tough when he should be you know putting more money into maybe border security, or or gun trafficking, you know like stuff mm-hmm. like that. In Canada too, we have a, like a very small amount of gun violence compared to like other countries. Yeah, I'd love to chat about that next because yeah. I I ha- I only really looked at the stats in Canada. Yeah. I didn't me, look me at any other too, countries. Yeah. Do you, do you have anything else to say on like the whole ban- gun ban or? Uh, no, I mean, I think we covered most things. Like, I'm sure you could go into the detail. Oh, I should say, actually, there's... The National Firearms Association is... Um, they either have started or will be starting a legal battle against Canada for this. Um, I think it's going by Parker versus Canada. Now, this is a statement from Cassandra Parker, who actually runs KKS Tactical Supply in uh, Prince George, BC, which is interesting. Um, So she says, my name is Cassandra Parker. I am a law-abiding firearms owner. I am a hunter. I am a target shooter. I am a small business owner. I am also a mother and a wife. I I am licensed to possess firearms. My firearms are registered as required by law. I've always used them and stored them safely and legally. But on May 1st, 2020, the government of Canada prohibited many of my firearms both those that I, that I owned personally and those owned by my family-run business, KKS Tactical Supplies Limited. These firearms were prohibited not by an act of parliament with the democratic assent of our elected representatives, but by order in council, a declaration by cabinet without the possibility of debate or dissent. She goes on to saying, those firearms have now been rendered worthless. My business cannot sell them. I cannot use them. Using or selling these firearms is now a criminal offense, punishable by years in the penitentiary, a lengthy prison sentence for doing something that was absolutely legal the day before the order came into effect. 
This is wrong. It is unfair. I cannot stand. I could, I could continue to read more, but I'll just post the link in the uh, YouTube description. Um, but, you know, she's she's right. Like, it, it is wrong. It is unfair. Yeah, the worst it, part is that they didn't even... They, they, it seemed like they had, like, no debate over it. No, it was like a, It was like, these no. are banned. Yeah, exactly. That, it didn't give any, any businesses to, like, chance to prepare. That sucks. Um, yeah. I also did some more reading, and, you know, it says... The hunting industry, along with the sports shooting industry in Canada, is about 5.9 billion of our GDP, which is a decent That's amount. That's a big yeah. um, And about 2.9 billion dollars in labor income, in addition to about supporting under just under uh, 50,000 jobs in Canada. Uh, so, say what you will about those stats, but that's kind of crazy. And uh, like KKS Tactical Supply and Prince George, who probably makes a lot of money off of uh, these now prohibited guns, will probably be uh, or are hurting quite a bit. Mm -hmm. They can't sell and make enough money <clears throat> to support their uh, their business and their family. So I don't think he took these things into account. No, I don't think so either. It's so easy to look at gun owners as violent people. Oh, yeah. So easy. Yeah, because what do you think of when you think of guns? I mean, now I, I don't... I, I think of hunting immediately. Yeah, I That's probably I used to, to think about, like, violence, but now uh, my perspectives and, you know, philosophy around uh, gun gun control and gun ownership has, has really changed. I, th I think maybe, like, at like a younger age, I thought about violence when I thought about guns, but... I think it's, that's been a while well, since I had that like opinion. What they were labeled at, like as I started developing, I, I, I don't want to like speculate here. Although I feel like this is kind of a speculation. A lot of people who are fearful of guns or gun violence have not spent very much time around guns. Oh yeah, I totally agree. Like they don't, they just don't have the same experience. It's like when you're growing up and you're like six, mm -hmm. and you see your parents drive a vehicle. Yeah, it's like how do they do that? You just don't quite understand until you start learning how to drive. Mm. And then you're like, oh, this is easy. Interesting, yeah. Good comparison. Yeah. I know I, I know. the first time I shot a gun, I was like... Like 99% like of gun owners, even more, of gun owners in Canada are legally holding their weapons and not committing felonies. Yeah. I actually have stats on that. Do you? Yeah. I mean, I could pull it up. Maybe we can move into the whole gun violence thing. <laughs> Uh, if you want. The homicide rate for PAL holders is 0 0.76 per 100,000. Um, so it's like really fuck. It's super low. And then the rest of the population is about twice that. So it's about like 1.5 per 100,000. 100, that's like nothing. It's even the, even considering very, 30 million people. like Very low. Low <clears> going. <throat> Like yeah. gun, like here. This is a uh, a lot of news networks and stuff. They always suggest like, oh, gun violence is on the rise in Canada. Which, it, which technically it is true as of like, but I would say around 2013, 14, mm -hmm. it has risen. Granted, before that it was declining, mm -hmm. and it hasn't gone past what it was before. It's just rising. Oh yeah. Are you looking at? Firearm-related yeah. violent crimes. and this is this is from Stats Canada. Yeah, no. So this is like, I'll post this in the. Yeah, we can post well. this in the description. But 
and this is uh, as well, this is uh, victims of police reported violent crimes where a firearm was present, not used, present. Oh, interesting. I never caught on to that. So this is present. So this means that a lot of these, we don't even know if these were gun violence or if gun was just present. Okay. On I have another Stats Canada um, table. It says the number and percentage of homicide victims by type of firearm used to commit a homicide. So maybe that's a bit more accurate. Like So for example, let's do 2018. Total firearms was 249. Where is, is this a use thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's just yeah. It's it's, it's wild to me. And I was I was looking into this too. I was like, oh okay. So, twenty thirteen fourteen. I was like, okay. Is there was there any laws that were passed that may have caused that rise or anything like that? So I looked into like the gun laws, his the history of gun laws in Canada. Yeah. The only significant law that was passed, which was passed in twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me try to find it exactly here. Where is it? Uh, history of firearms. Vancouver has gone down like quite a bit. Holy yeah. God. So October 2014. So this is public safety ministers uh, and the conservatives. So granted, this is the conservatives. They introduced a bill called C42. Okay. I'm unaware. It's all. Yeah. It's the Common Sense Firearm Act. So it was in 2014, and it reduced the required paperwork for transportation of firearms to, of restricted firearms, not, yeah, restricted firearms to, but it's to, like, legal activities. So, like, to a gun range, gun show. Reduced it? Reduced the paperwork required to do that. Oh, interesting. That's like the only major bill that has passed. And I don't and, think that would really affect anything. And it also lifted the ban. So this is the only thing. So that wouldn't, I don't think would really affect any gun violence, mm-hmm. not to the extent that they're claiming it would. And the legislation reduced. So it, uh, it also, what it lifted the ban on Swiss arms, classic green carbine, which is like a six G fifty fifty. It's like, um, well, like a sport shooting gun, yeah, like a competitive shooting gun. What did they yeah, do? Yeah, it's assault rifle. So they lifted the ban on it. So it was banned previously. Oh, it's a, it's like a AR kind of thing. Yeah, it's kind of a. It's a military grade. Yeah, weapon? yeah. Well, it's it's banned now. Yeah, it's rebanned now. Hmm. So the single weapon was lifted. Okay. Yeah. So. So I looked at, uh, that's what I was curious because I was like, okay, is there any, like some kind of law that changed that could have caused this increase in crime? Mm-hmm. Not really. There was no really any law that changed that could increase this rising crime rate. So right. this rising crime rate has nothing to do with their gun restrictions in Canada. Yeah. It was declining as it, pre- it was steadily, it was on average, it was declining until about 2013. Yeah, I see that. 2013 until it started rising, and no significant changes in gun re- like restrictions have changed since 2013. Mm-hmm. So this rise in in in, uh, in gun violence has nothing to do. I like how Edmonton spikes up. Yeah, Edmonton, but well, it hasn't. That it, must have been like when the oil was. Yeah, <laughs> it hasn't. It has nothing to do with the, our gun restrictions, at least very minimally. It wouldn't raise it this much. Why in like 2015, all of them except Ottawa are spiked. You see that? I know this. Oh, this is what I was curious about. I was like, "Is there any?" To, uh, and and here's the thing: Toronto is 
is does actually have an increase in gun violence. Do they? Yeah. Hmm. It makes up about 63% of the increase. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's just it, to me it's just like why it's it's not the gun laws that are causing this increase in violence. It in like you could always say that yeah, no guns in Canada would probably it would reduce the gun violence because you'd have harder time accessing firearms. Mm-hmm. But that's not where we're at. No. There's guns in Canada. It's probably going to stay that way. Yeah. If people can legally get them now. They're going to be able to legally get them pr- presumably the rest of Yeah. They're not going to take away people's rights to hunt. There's no way they could do that. Yeah. You hope who, so. Yeah, you'd hope so. But a lot of people hunt. That is their source of meat mm-hmm. is they hunt. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Which I support a lot more than buying food from grocery stores yeah i mean that's a whole whole other whole other discussion but But, yeah i know i agree with you way more ethical yes but yeah so i'm just i think the issue too is you talk to any like like any honestly any even canadians who legally own guns Mm -hmm. it's so confusing our gun laws are fucking confusing. Yeah, they kind of are. There's like I've like I've done we did, I did research on this. I have mm-hmm. no idea what guns are legal in Canada. Well, I have an idea, but like yeah. you'd have to specifically look at your firearm and go see if it's legal. Yeah, because now there's a it's huge at that list, point. Right? It's at that point. Yeah. Even if you're buying like a handgun, yeah. I would have to check that handgun to see if it's legal. Even though most handguns are le- like legal under restricted license. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's so confusing in Canada. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. so easy to commit a felony by accident. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now it is. like, Which wait. is very serious. Like, you, the, the sentence on, like, gun handling misconduct I think it's, it's pretty like high. minimum two years, and you don't have mm-hmm. a... It is two years. The judge just hands it to you, and you go. Yeah. You don't like have no a jury. dispute. And yeah. you could have just fucked up a little bit. Yeah. And same thing, like, if I forgot my license with me and i had a gun if i was hunting yeah i forgot my gun license it's crazy it's because everybody it's because everybody associates having a gun with violence yeah which is isn't true yeah yeah it's uh it's frightening i don't know it's uh you know he's really picking at the legal gun owners it's oh he totally is it sucks because i wish i could own an ar-15 yeah honestly i would love to go to the range and shoot that thing I think it would be yeah. fun. Weirdly enough, this makes me want to get a handgun. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. For what? Like protection or just, no, for, just fun? for fun? Oh, just go yeah. shoot it at a range. Handguns are very fun. I just to think it'd be yeah. fun. Uh, yeah. I've never shot one, but. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. cool. It's just wild, man. I even I was even looking at the like the the killings. Mm-hmm. In like our history. Like mass shootings. Like yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, besides, I mean, <laughs> in 1689, <laughs> there was like 250 people, Wait. 25 to 250. The population, yeah, the population of uh, Lanchin. I have no clue. Where I don't is. really know what the history is behind that, but it's probably some in Montreal, Quebec. So long, the Lanchin massacre. Oh, like was it? Like French people were massacred, or white, or like uh, British people, or something. Um, yeah, and so ever since that, they've been there was some high one like 34, 67, 3200. Wow, that's a big one. <laughs> Two hundred 
200 but these are all before the 18 1800s oh jeez. yeah what's so, like recent, okay like, so 20th century let's jump to the 20th century yeah, okay. 20th century the first one was in 1969 really seven people what was uh uh buffalo narrows in saskatchewan so where was a cold polytechnic polytechnic okay and then that was that was like the first one in 20th century mm. seven people uh and then in seven 1989 it like doubled oh no that was by an axe too never mind first firearm one was 1985 Whoa. really yeah this was yeah 1985 oh my god did you see that it was circulating like last week the the guy at the convenience store someone calls someone the the n-word and kicks the guy's twisted t and the guy takes the twisted t and fucking <laughs> smacks him on the head did you not see that no i did oh my god there was a bunch of memes like showing it was like oh California, the first to ban the sale on Twisted Tea. <laughs> <It's lethal. laughs> oh, oh man. So yeah, I'd never seen that. Oh, no, I haven't. Okay, I'll watch that. Yeah, actually, I just want to finish this thought. Okay, so first shooting, 1985. That's the first mass shooting. Five killed. Mm-hmm. Gun restrictions were introduced before that. Oh, really? Okay. Well, yeah, of course, of course they were. Like there's a there's a lot of gun restrictions introduced. They just weren't as like the whole restricted, non-restricted, and I know you prohibited. Had the, I like know that was introduced. I forget what it was called before. It wasn't the power was something. No, it was like a gun. It license. wasn't. It just it wasn't. But you as, just had to go to the. You just had you had to get it from an RCMP officer or chief, I think. I don't. You know had to actually get the license from them, so it was a little more hands-on. Until, yeah, now they have gun masters or whatever you want to call yeah, them. Yeah, 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 gun masters. Yeah. Then there was a big one in 1989. Was that the Echo Polytechnic? Yeah. Yeah. That was, what, 15? I think 15 women or something? Yeah, and then he shot himself. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So clearly a mental health issue there. He used a gun that was not banned until last year. You could still buy it. Yep. Then there was a big one. 2017 was a big one. Quebec City. The mosque shooting. Oh, right. Six people six people died, 19 injured. Shoot, I remember that. Two firearms. What kind? I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I'd be interested to know. They don't say that kind of stuff. Okay, that's the interesting thing. That's about, the interesting. That's what I want to know. About the Nova Scotia one, none of them were illegal. This one says illegal firearms. The Nova, Nova Scotia says illegal firearms. Yeah. They use illegal firearms. Kill 22 people. Jesus. Yeah, that was 13 hours straight. 13. Oh, 13 deaths were with the firearms. The other he ran 11. people over, I think. Yeah. He, he was, like, disguised as a cop or something and, and, and killed people. It's crazy. Um, Multiple shootings and set fires at sixteen locations. So yeah, so he burned the other, oh, the other he ones. Burned people. Well, like in the fires, they died. Holy fuck! I know that's crazy. That's fucked up. I understand. It goes to show too that Trudeau is just all playing of these, off of emotions. I know all of these things are just like it's these zero, are not gun problems. It's he's using zero logic. I know, and he's going going with emotion, emotional reasoning. It's true. It's it, like here. Here's the thing. 
guns were made it's true guns were probably made to kill people honestly they're probably made to kill people they're probably later made in china or something probably later adopted for hunting because they're like oh this is really useful yeah yeah right so probably yeah i get that that they were initially made to kill people (laughs) yeah but a lot of things could be used to kill people just yeah. as easily. Like, what about the van? What about um, any cars? Yeah, the, remember in Toronto, maybe a couple of few years ago, I don't know when, there was that guy, I think he was an incel, whatever Hold the on. group calls, involuntary celibates. I think I actually have that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He and, was the... Um, and they uh, he, he ran over a bunch of people in his van or something because no woman would want to have sex with him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Like... Yeah, he killed 10 people with his vehicle. Uh, with a van yeah 10 people that's a lot more than a lot of these shootings yeah and and you know it's it's tragic it is but we're not gonna go ban vans now are we (laughs) yeah i don't know but it's because the vans were made for transportation guns were made for for violence yeah yeah it's just a it's just a mindset that we just haven't been able to change no over the centuries and I think that's the core, like, core misunderstanding is that they were they they come off as something that was made for violence. They're made to kill people, but it doesn't mean that's what they're made for now. A lot of gun manf- manufacturers don't make guns to kill people. Like, no, like look at the, a lot of them make huge, them for hunting. The huge a market now is it's going to be hunting and target shooting i'm also i'm also i don't actually know this but i'm also certain a lot of gun companies made make just make it for sports shooting yeah oh yeah i'm sure yeah like ar-15s yeah (laughs) they weren't made to kill people yeah they were made to target shoot the premise of guns sure made to kill people the manufacturing now no no So, yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to suggest that like an increase in guns would would wouldn't equivalent to an increase in gun violence. Like you, you kind of, it's logically that that does make sense. Yeah, and it's probably sure it's probably more, true. If more it's probably true. Access to guns, then it's also hard to find just associative like concrete data on that because any data you pull on that is going to be associative. Yeah. Because all you have is a total number of gun sales or guns in, say, United States. I think that's like 400 million or something. That's crazy. Gun sales, and then you just have more violence in USA, so you associate gun sales with gun violence, which is it's kind of true. Like, if you have a lot of access to firearms, the odds of people committing crime with a gun is goes up because it's so accessible. Like, it's, it is. Mm-hmm. But I think we just, like, even in that situation, we got to come back to the fact that guns don't kill people. People kill people. Yeah, that's true. I know people hate hearing that. Yeah, but the flip side but of that true. argument is like guns can kill people more deader. Yeah, like they're they're more lethal. They're more lethal weapons. Yeah, it's easier it's to easier. kill someone with a gun than it is to kill, kill someone with a knife. Yeah. If you get a lot closer with a knife. It's true, and and even a lot of a lot of the the gun crime in Canada, they uh, there were guns taken from people who were legally holding weapons. Mm. So some like I don't know some mentally deranged kid mm-hmm. 
knew his parents had a weapon and took their weapon and yeah you know yeah there's I, also a lot of gun related like suicide oh i'm sure in canada like a lot of a lot <laughs> what was it uh, i think that where is this stuff that brings it to like another point you know in canada we have our background checks we have a very shitty mental health check. I'm yeah, pretty you, sure I just ticked off I'm mentally sound or whatever. And you put down some references. It's hard, so it's that, hard to get a more in-depth health check. Yeah, though. like what are you going to do? Without, get, get, without, a, get someone to go to a counselor, get their doctor yeah, to sign off can. on it maybe? Like you have to go to a walk-in clinic and get a, an exam, mental health uh, exam or whatever done. If you're associated, if you're a associated with a group who has a higher rate of suicide, does that mean you can't get one? Is that discrimination? Like you can't. It's just it's hard to put in a, a more in-depth mental health check. Yeah. I think what we're doing in Canada is, given the circumstances that guns are in Canada, yeah. we're doing a pretty good job. Yeah, and if there was a better way, I'd love to hear it. I just I don't yeah. I don't know what's feasible. I don't I, I I don't have an issue with how hard it is to get firearms and licenses in Canada. Like I don't have a problem with that. I have a problem when there's no logic put towards a bill like acts yeah. that just for sure no 100 percent. fuck with people's you know ability to <clears throat> yeah and it sucks because it turns someone who was a law-abiding person into a criminal i know this like, i bet this this uh this act this bill is going to turn is going to create more criminals i don't even know if you can call it a bill because it didn't go through parliament know, it's just no order yeah, I don't know. It's like I. What are they doing? A buyback? Yeah, they're doing a buyback system when this pandemic's over. Is their plan? Yeah, they're doing a two-year amnesty period or something, grace period. That you know, you if you just store it away for now, I think you have to disarm it or something. So it's by either like taking the bolt out. I don't know how you do that on a semi-automatic. Probably a way. I don't know either. Jam it or something. <laughs> Stick some wood in the the end. You go bury it in your backyard. <laughs> Save it for later. <laughs> Just kidding. Just put the safety on, put it in your desk drawer. <laughs> Anyways, like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about Mr. Trudeau and his order in council. It's a little uncalled for. I get it. Emotion was probably like, yeah, he was probably I think a lot of pissed. I think a lot of the things he does is based on emotion. Mm-hmm. Not even emotion, just the population's emotion. Yeah. And don't he just get kind me of wrong. appeals to the masses. Don't get me wrong, and I'm sure you agree with this, that mass shootings are horrific, and I am very sorry to all the families yeah, out there that have lost someone or friends, family that have lost someone to mass mm-hmm. shooting. Like it, it, it really sucks, and I wish there was a better way that we could deal with this. And I think that instead of hurting you know, uh, law-abiding gun owners, you should... Maybe put more money into seizing legal guns or um, ment- even more, more money into mental health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't deny that all these shootings that happen, that there's something fucked up going on in that person's head. There's no way a sane person would go and shoot a bunch of people. No. There's no way you and me would go shoot a bunch of people just because. No, just like just cause. for fun? No. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah, Gun yeah. is the tool they used, but it wasn't the problem. No. Yeah, there was obviously something, and and it. And gun, gun is like gun. Like if you put a complete gun ban in Canada, say you did this, and say you removed all the weapons in Canada, that is putting a bandaid on the problem. 
Oh, it is. Even yeah. though it would help it, it's putting a band-aid on the problem, and we should probably address the underlying injury. Yeah. Like, whether that's mental health. It's probably a combination of many. It's ways. probably a combination of a Mental lot of health, things. criminal activity, gun trafficking. Mm. Yeah, it's just a thing. Like, you can't deny that, like, remove all the guns. There's still going to be this problem present. Maybe you won't get as much gun violence, but this problem is still present. And it's it's important that we address that problem. This problem is just not really a problem in my opinion, but I don't think it's a problem. I think the real problem is what he's not putting money towards. Yeah, I don't really know what else he's. I don't know a whole lot about what he's doing for mental health or anything like that. No, I didn't really look yeah, into it. No, I can't really speak on that either. Yeah. There is a. I was reading a CBC article here. I don't know what year it's from. You think the year would be like right there? I imagine it's a couple of years ago because it says in 2018. Uh, anyways, they said there's 327.6 million dollars in funding to tackle the increase in gun violence and gang activity across the country. So that's that's really, good. That's really awesome. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I really yeah. wish it would tell me the goddamn. But here's the th here I just I just found this thing I was looking for earlier. Okay. So, gun violence. Yeah. In uh, like Ontario has a pretty, pretty big jump in gun related right. violence. Right. Yeah. Uh, and more than half is related to self harm. Hmm. Wow. Something about. Like suicide or. Something like that. Yeah, self harm. I'm assuming some attempted suicide. Sixty eight percent. Really? Yeah. Holy cow. Primarily men. Yeah. I'm, age 45 and older. Yeah. I know. That's that's actually... Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> that's... Like, when we talk about suicide, it's... The men have a higher suicide rate because they usually use more lethal methods of suicide. Mm -hmm. Like, they either hang themselves, shoot themselves, whereas women will try to maybe overdose. And that some of the times doesn't work. Yeah. Whereas a bullet in the face and through the brain. Pretty sure you're not going to survive that. Yeah. 68% though? 68%. Wow. That's high. Yeah, this is on, uh, this is Ontario. Okay. Ontario but you did, but it was Ontario. Oh, no, Toronto. Toronto. Toronto? It is Toronto. Okay. Just Toronto. Toronto, Ontario. But Toronto was the highest gun violence, I think. Uh, that or Edmonton. I think it might have been. It's Edmonton. I don't know what's going on in Edmonton. Right now it's Toronto. I couldn't, f I couldn't really figure out why. Edmonton. Right now it's still Toronto. Is it? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look. Look at the lines. Toronto. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, Edmonton dropped. Honestly, I, in 2015, I, Edmonton has been declining since 2015. If I was to guess, I would say it was the oil boom. <laughs> like, more people go there, more gangs there. Like, I'm sure gangs run oil fields and stuff. I'm sure there's lots of gun violence yeah. there. I'll say this. Like, uh, Toronto has been rising since 2013. That has not gone down. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It was going down in 2013. The other ones, the other ones kind of wave a little bit. Yeah. Then yeah, Edmonton just spiked in 2014, but now it's like really low. Yeah. Vancouver are doing really well though. What is it? Just like 16 or 17? Uh, yeah, maybe we'll throw this graph on there or something. 17 per hundred thousand. 
crazy. Wow. Anyways, in conclusion, including thoughts, Trudeau. Stop there wasn't attacking. a lot of there wasn't a lot of logic behind your gun ban. No, it was filled with emotion and probably a fiery rage inside of his veins yeah. that like some clicked. He was like, "Well, I'm it's gonna a, I think it's just a, it's, it's an easy, it's a simple, it's like a simple association to go to when you think of how oh, this, solve this problem. Yeah, it's a simple association to go to. It's like oh, another gun crime. Let's just ban all the weapons. It really sucks that the leader of our country doesn't think more. I know that really bothers me. I know. It really it's crazy. It used to be it used to be something to be prime minister. Yeah. You now know? it's like you're a laughing joke. Yeah, I would say to everybody, but I'd say a lot of people like what he's doing. Yeah. I think a majority of the Canada, I would guess, is on board with his gun ban. I don't know. You think the majority of Canada? Yeah, I think so. Majority. By the majority, last... by majority, I just mean over fifty percent. Yeah, in the last election, over fifty, the majority of the country voted conservative. Hmm. How did they get in though? Um, because we have first past the post. Oh. So Right, yeah, yeah. Um he won more seats. Yeah. Trudeau man, it's just it, it it I don't quite understand. He has a what, degree in teaching? Yeah, he was uh I think a theater teacher or something. Drama teacher. I know. What a meme. I know. <laughs> like Ah. In my mind his qualification is his last name. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It's, it sucks. I know. Like that, that such, that's our leader. It's such a popularity contest. It is. It, it, the thing is, though, he got in twice. I know. So I you got to kind of like, has to say so it's kind of like Canada likes him, I guess. Yeah. I also think to the second election, the conservative leader was kind of an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, that's I true, think yeah. he probably turned away a lot of the, people. Yeah. We're kind of getting into politics here, but like the, the conservatives, I, they've just had, they've had a very similar problem with all their leaders. I feel like in the past, like 50 years. You think so? Oh yeah. Like what? They haven't changed <laughs> at all. Hmm. I don't know. I think Harper was doing good things. Yeah. Harper. I, yeah. I think he I ran think, our country very well. I think I, like when I was younger, I think I, my my parents didn't like Harper, so you kind of always have that bias. What your parents agree with, you agree with. Mm -hmm. I think I look back on it now and I was like, Harper was not doing that bad of a job. <laughs> he was doing better than Trudeau, I think. Yeah, he was running our country yeah. in a surplus. The thing is, though, like the thing is, it's, it's the same thing with all the conservative leaders. They just they don't have they don't have a drive to to change to progress really. Mm -hmm. Which I think is their biggest downfall. If they, I think, if they address that, I think they would get a bigger portion of the Canadian yeah. population voting yeah. for them. Yeah, because I think a lot of people don't really like the idea that conservatives haven't really changed a whole lot. Yeah, so they kind of switch. Okay, they haven't really changed, so I'm going to vote liberal or something or NDP. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or the Communist Party of Canada. <laughs> That's what yeah. I voted for. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Just kidding. Need some sort of progressive conservative to step yeah. in and actually start valuing. I, I, I yeah, I think like they, valuing the environment. I th if they value, if they start, that's I think that's the biggest downfall they have is that they don't value the environment. I think if they address that, they would get a. I think they would win easily. <laughs> but anyways, here we are. Anyway, yeah. Can't really do anything about it now. Just have to 
live with it. I, I'm interested to see mm-hmm. about how this um, this legal battle goes with uh, the National Firearms Association in Canada and uh, the government. Should be interesting. I, yeah. I imagine that there's some sort of constitutional take that maybe it, fr- it fringes on our constitution or something that I don't know. I don't know what they're going to pull, but they must have something. So, yeah, they wouldn't have came at them if they didn't. No, they must have something, and they must have something good because I know that they know that it's going to be a hard battle. Um, so we'll see. And order and council should... The, someone, the next leader should order and council to remove order and councils. <laughs> that's even possible i don't know probably not it's a weird it's a really weird thing to me i get it like in time of, in like in time in, of crisis in wartime yeah yeah it makes sense but now like i don't know i don't know if you need to order and counsel a gun ban like yeah i'm sure on, I'm, historically i'm sure it was for like conscription yeah like i'm i'm sure you could put it through your your parliament and see what everyone has to say about it yeah if it went through that way and and they actually had a discussion about it and i'd be interested to see i don't think it would go through but i'd be interested to see what it would look like it sucks but yes, order and council it's what we have to deal with in canada is it i wonder if there's a limit on how many order and councils you can i have no idea man i haven't looked into it at all all i know is that it's just weird it's just a weird concept it's like have. a it's a commonwealth thing so yeah it does make sense of time of crisis. Yeah. If you consider, I mean, I don't consider this a time of crisis at all. No. No. But, and by this, I just mean our society in general. I don't necessarily refer to gun violence. If you're wondering. I want to look at controversial uses of order and counsel because that's always interesting. Okay, where here? Okay, so it was. It's been done. One, two. Oh, these are controversial. After the British Empire entered World War One on the Allied side, an order and council was made in Canada for the registration, and in certain cases, for the internment of aliens of enemy nationality. Between uh, 1914 and 1920. Over 8,000 enemy aliens were detained in internment camps. Okay. I guess, yeah, that's controversial. It's controversial. I guess I understand where the logic is there, though. If your country's under attack. Oh, this is interesting. Uh, An order and council made by Brian Mulroney, uh, made by the Brian Mulroney government in in November of 1988, created... uh, created Amex Bank of Canada, a Canadian banking subsidiary of American Express. <laughs> Although uh, federal banking policy at that time would not ordinarily have permitted such establishment by foreign company. Interesting. So we had laws that wouldn't allow foreign banks to make subsidiaries in Canada, yet he made an order in council <laughs> saying that you could. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Uh, in July 2017, the government of Canada issued an order in council to strip ex-Nazi interpreter of his Canadian citizenship. 
Hey, this is interesting. During the COVID pandemic, the government of Canada used ongoing order and counsel to limit foreign nationals from entering Canada from the States and other international countries. Mm-hmm. Also, an order and counsel was used to impose mandatory 14-day quarantine upon all individuals, upon all individuals entering Canada. I kind of understand. Yeah, that, that was that was a crisis when, when yeah, COVID that was started. a crisis. Yeah, and then on May first, twenty twenty, an order in council was used to ban fifteen hundred models. Oh, ultimately leading to more than twenty two hundred sub models of firearms deemed military grade style assault weapons from licensed firearm owners in response to the twenty twenty Nova Scotia attacks. So that's all the controversial some of the controversial uh, uses of order in council. It's, yeah. Strange. Yeah, we should be wrapping this up, but... Yeah. It's 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 just really weird to me that he based it off that Nova Scotia attack when that was... They used illegal guns. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I don't understand. Yeah. It's almost like he was just trying to appeal to the masses. Yeah, definitely. I don't even know if it was masses, though. It's like appeal to some people. It came out of nowhere, honestly. Yeah, it did. Anyways, anyways, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll uh, see you soon. Yeah, we're gonna start trying to post at least once a week now. Yeah, podcast once a week. Get back on their schedule. Yeah, thanks for watching. Or yeah. listening. Take care, everyone. Happy New Year.